0: Get you funny if you don't compete for a dollar in a dream. Have you ever wanted something so bad? Have you ever wanted- Welcome, welcome, welcome back, friends, to another episode of Music Money Mind, brought to you by theEndlessIam.com. A place where you can find some inspiration on how to create more, how to make more money with your creative career, how to get your mind right, uh, really, or if you're just a music fan, you know, some some cool shit, so check it out. Um, it's been a while. I was trying to do a podcast a week in the beginning with this, and I realized it was just too much for me because my workload is really heavy right now with, with music clients, so... Once a month we will do now um, because it's a little little easier on me Um, and I could be more consistent and make better shit if if I slow it down. So anyways, hope you've been well. Today we are going to talk about the whole concept of a timeline, okay? So as you can see by the title, it's all about should you have a backup plan? Or in other words, a timeline, right? I mean, they kind of coincide, kind of go together. If you can see me right now, if you can see my shirt, if you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> it says, my dream has no timeline. It's blurred out, but fuck your 10-year plan. Yeah, so about that, um, many of you who are in creative careers, you've... Men asked this question so many times, I'm sure, whether whether you're a musician or an actor, an artist, um, you know, whether you paint, you take pictures, whatever you do, that's a creative career. What's your backup plan? That's number one. What's your backup plan? Number two, what's your timeline? What the fuck does that mean? What's your timeline, okay? What's your backup plan? What's your timeline? Those are the two questions you get. And then the other ones are are more comments. Well, you know, it's a really hard industry. No fucking shit. Why do people feel the need to to remind you that it's a hard industry? I will tell you what they mean, okay? What they're saying are those statements that I just said, but what they mean is they care about you, right? Whether it's your family, your friends. Yes, yeah, some people are malicious when they say it, but most of the time people care about you. They're worried. There is no straight line from, you know, having a dream to be a musician, actor, writer, photographer, whatever, to making money from it full time. Actually, there is to making money. Yes, but to become successful in the way that is great for you. Right. Doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire or you have to be famous, but to be successful enough to support yourself and to be able to have a family if you want or whatever there's no straight line like there is becoming a teacher or a firefighter, right? Or a doctor, lawyer. You go to school, you get good grades, you go to college, you get a degree, and then you start either an internship or a fellowship or whatever. There's, there's a method, there's a way that pretty much always works. What people are trying to say is that they care about you, they worry, and they want to make sure that you can support yourself. Most of the time, they mean well. So this is not about yelling at the people who care about you. This is not about saying, fuck you, you know, it's I mean, it kind of is. But (laughs) lovingly, it's a way to talk about, you know, what should we be doing to protect ourselves, quote unquote, um, without putting such a negative connotation on it. So what I mean by that is, like my shirt says, my dream has no timeline. Fuck your 10 year plan. My 10-year plan is going to be very different than uh, my friend who went to college and became a teacher and wants to get married and have kids before they're 35, right? Or before they're 30 or whatever. It's going to be very different. So... I cannot live the same lifestyle, live by the same rules as somebody else, right? If you are in a creative career, you have a creative business, um, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're just doing this because you love it, life is going to look very different for you. So let's answer the question. Should you have a backup plan or some type of timeline when it comes to your dream? Well, if you can see my shirt, if you've read it or heard what I've said enough, you'd know my view on that is hell no. But what you do need to have is a financial plan. And that is really what people are are talking about when they say like, oh, that industry is so hard. You know, what's your fallback? What's your backup plan? They're saying it in terms of like, what are you going to do career wise if this doesn't work out? But What they're really concerned about is just your your well-being, making sure that you're not starving out on the streets, you know, or especially if you have kids, you know, how are you going to feed your kids? They're talking about money. That's it. Because you can change careers at any time in your life. You can find new passions. But when it comes to money, they just want to make sure that you're financially stable. And what is the view of a musician or an artist or a photographer um, or even somebody in fashion, right? Most of the time until you actually make it in whatever terms you decide making it is, it's a struggle, right? The starving artist, the starving musician, that's, that's kind of the, the, the actor that's a waitress to support themselves while they're they're doing auditions. Like that is the view. So of course they'd be worried about your finances. So my answer to the question is no, you shouldn't have a backup plan in case your career doesn't work out, but you should have a financial plan. That is logical. And in fact, it's necessary, okay? Because if you're just, you know, going into it blind and you're just putting all your effort and time and money into your career, boom, 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 but you have no savings, you have no plan, in case you have a rough month, right? Even if you're um, full time in your career like me, I'm full time in music, but I'm gonna have slow months where I have no clients and I have like not a lot of commissions coming in for for vocals or for songwriting. So you need to have some cushion. It's all about having a financial plan, but it's it's nothing to do with, with a career plan. Now let's talk more about, about you know, having a, a timeline or a backup plan. To me, and, and if, you, if you kind of think somewhat the same way that I do, when you say that you have a backup plan, right, it sounds innocent, it sounds totally logical, I'm not making fun of anybody that makes backup plans, but when it comes to your dream, when you say I have a backup plan, you're basically saying, in case this fails and my dream never happens, I'll do this. So you're basically already putting it out there that it's very possible I'll fail. Some people have that mentality and that's just how they live life because they they feel like, well, nothing is guaranteed. I understand that. I'm definitely not not disrespecting or disregarding that belief. You can choose to believe that and that's fine. But I think when you're already shadowing your dream with doubt, and that's what you're doing when you're saying, my backup plan in case this fails is... You're already casting doubt on that dream. So you're pretty much saying like, I don't know that I 100% believe in myself. So in case this doesn't work out, here's this thing. Not everybody that does that. There are plenty of people that have backup plans that are famous now that are are really successful. And they said, well, if it didn't work out, I was going to do X, Y, Z. So it doesn't mean you're not going to be successful if you have this attitude. But it's definitely not helpful. And yeah, it, it just kind of puts this weird limitation on you and it's always in the back of your mind versus no matter what I am going to make this happen right think of it this way well you might have certain specific dreams like not only do I want to be a photographer or a musician or an actor but I want to be in movies I want to be famous I want to be a billionaire those are those specific goals and Maybe you'll die before that happens. Should happens, right? Maybe you'll die before you become a billionaire. Hopefully not. Um, And I believe if you're really working towards it consistently and you don't have the doubt that you'll get there, but it could happen, right? But that doesn't mean that you're not going to have success on the way. So if you're totally all or nothing, and a lot of us are that way, I can be that way too, where it's like, this is the goal. And if this doesn't work out, I'm done. I quit. Well, why don't you just work on making the thing you love full time to support yourself financially while you're still working towards that being a billionaire, being influential, being whatever you want to be? Why not get it to the point where it makes money good for you? And in any career these days, you could like making... I saw this lady. She makes fairy gardens. Was it fairy gardens? I think it's called fairy gardens. Um She literally takes like flower pots where you pot plants and she decorates it in a way that makes it look like a little fairy house, right? Like a little tiny fairy, like Tinkerbell lives there. She takes like fake rocks and twigs or whatever, and they're beautiful. And she decorates them and kids love it. And people put it in their gardens and they call it fairy gardens. Who knew, right? It's such a simple thing, but this lady loves doing it. Plenty of people do stuff like this. Her Etsy store is cracking, you guys. Her Etsy store is popping. She's always sold out. She's doing really well. And she's doing what she loves, right? But imagine if that lady that says, I want to create fairy gardens and sell them online. If she was just getting into high school, right? And she told her parents, I think, you know what? I want to make fairy gardens. That's what I'm going to do with my life. Imagine her, her mom and dad like, honey, well, that's really nice that you want to make fairy gardens, but you know that that's a, that's a, a hobby, sweetheart, you know that's that's a dream, That's a pipe dream. That's something you do on the weekends. What are you gonna to do to make money? right? Imagine, imagine that situation. So many of us go through that. It's so much about, you know, if they cannot see uh, a beginning and end, a straight line to success, they don't get it. So to them, it's foreign. And they're like, I can't perceive this. You can't necessarily be successful. It's one in a million chance. So they just shut you down. But that fairy garden lady is killing it right now. It takes time. It takes effort. It, it can take years or maybe it only takes a couple months from you for you, whatever. But it is possible. So the whole idea of putting limitations on yourself, saying that you need to have a backup plan to me is really unnecessary it's unnecessary pain for you it's not good psychologically in my opinion again my opinion if if you love having your backup plan cool good for you timeline is even worse in my opinion there are very few careers that have an actual defined cemented permanent timeline maybe the nfl and the nba becoming an olympian You're not going to do that at 75. (laughs) I get it, right? That's just probably not possible. But, hey, you never know in the future. We're living longer. Science is is developing some crazy anti-aging. You never know. But right now, obviously, when you get to a certain age, you're not going to be in the NBA or the NFL anymore, right? You can't be Serena Williams at, at 80. You could, but it's unlikely, right? There are some things that obviously, you know, are pretty unlikely or that, you know, if you've been working towards it and you're now pushing 65, it it may not happen for you. I understand that. That's absolutely true. But even in those cases, there are are forms of that dream that you have that you can still achieve, right? So, okay, maybe, maybe the NBA, yes, you started to get a little too old for the NBA and it didn't work out like you wanted to. Coaching, becoming a sports announcer Um, owning a team, like there are are things within that that you can still express your love for that sport. Um, It may not be in the form that you originally wanted it to be in, but hey, man, are you going to be mad that you're making really good money and still getting to express your love of basketball? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? So it's all perspective. But other than those few examples, when it comes to any creative career, there is no age limit. The reason that we put a limit or a timeline or a backup plan to our dreams is because we think that if we do not hit it big with this career, if we don't just knock it out of the park and get extremely successful, that we can't survive. We can't support our family, that we're going to be poor and broke and struggle and be that starving artist. And that's crazy because there are so many people like myself and a lot of my friends who are making a full time income, more than minimum wage, we're not talking like a thousand dollars a month, we're talking full time income doing the thing that they love. It may be in unique forms, right? We're hustlers, so like I also give vocal lessons, you know? Most of my money comes from songwriting and recording, but and royalties, but I also do some vocal lessons. So you may have to to be creative with how you do it, but You don't have to be all or nothing. So there's no reason to put a timeline. If I don't make it as an actress or a singer or an artist or whatever by 32, I don't know, 35, 40, then then that's it. You know, I'm going to go back to school or I'm going to take a job at my father's factory I don't know that sounds really fucking old school but but y'all know what I mean okay it's it's just silly there's no reason to put a timeline unless it's something that's absolutely set in stone you cannot do after a certain age what are other reasons why we put timelines I think people are afraid and I understand this Um, someone really close to me actually brought this up for women in particular men too but more so for women you got a ticking clock you want to have kids right? You want to have kids. You want to have a family. You want to have the life. Obviously, I'm not ready for that yet. I almost knocked my microphone out. Anyways, (laughs) I get it. You want to have that. And if you get past a certain age, you physically are going to have a very hard time having children or it's going to be high risk. Of course, there's always still adoption, which is beautiful, right? There are other ways. But for women who say, you know, I really want to have that experience. I understand that after a certain age, it can be really hard. But here's what you have to understand. Again, you're thinking in terms of it has to be all or nothing, right? There's no way that I can handle the stress of building this career and going to auditions and doing all this if I want to have a kid but it's not true. It's really not. You can manage it in any way that works for you. If you want to have kids, if you're you're still let's say you're you're 34, 35, you're like, "All right, it's time. I still haven't made it as an actress. I still haven't made it where I want to be." But, you know what? I just I'm going to cut back on what I'm doing. And I know, I don't know what it's like to be a parent. I'm sure that for a certain amount of time your energy is cut not only in half, but more than that. So having the strength and the energy and the time to be able to go and do your career is very hard, I'm sure. But it is still possible. You can still find ways to do what you love and make money doing what you love, work towards your goals. Maybe it'll take you longer. Maybe you have to take a little bit of a break, right? Maybe you can only go to one audition a month. I know that's that's really crazy for actresses. They need to be auditioning like once a day, Right? I think. I don't know. I'm not an actress. But it's harder, but it's not impossible. And I understand that for some people after a certain age that they just feel like they don't want to keep struggling. But I think if you set your sights towards, let me get this to where I can live comfortably and then go past that, go beyond, the sky's the limit, I think that's a better attitude to have because we just feel like same with weight loss, that's such a good comparison. I'd love to use. We feel like If I don't go to the gym five days a week, get up at 5 a.m. and go hard and lose 20 pounds, fuck it. It's not worth it. Rather than saying, as long as I do something five days a week, if I'm too tired tomorrow, I wake up late, I'm going to go walk around the block for 10 minutes, right? Or I'm going to do 100 jumping jacks. Whatever, you did something, right? And, and that builds up slowly over time versus just giving up and saying, I'm going to start again next week. I'm going to start again next month. We all know how that goes. I'll start on Monday when I have more time because we're thinking it has to be all or nothing. We're thinking that we've got to go so hard or it's not worth it. Be okay with pacing yourself a little bit at a time. If you work a full-time job right now and you're trying to build your creative business or or whatever your dream is, if you work five hours a week on your dream, if you work two hours a week on your dream, yes, it will take you a lot longer than people that are doing it every day, but... You'll still get there. It's it's going to be a slow go, but when you look back at the end of a year, you see how much progress you've made and it's actually surprising. You'd be surprised on how much you can do in a year. So, relax a little. Don't be quite so all or nothing. Give yourself a break and just realize that it does not matter. One thing that used to really, really bother me, and this comes from just my own insecurity issues, period, is being in the entertainment field, being a female singer, wanting to be Beyonce, you know, one of my favorites of all time, just watching her. Oh my God, she's so amazing. She started so young. So when I was 16 and I started writing songs and and recording them, it was like, okay, by 17, okay, by 18, okay, by 21. Okay, now I'm older than Beyonce was when she started, but that's fine. 23, 25, 27, this is the year. 28, holy fuck, I'm getting older. Okay, now I just turned 29, and all these years I've been stressing and feeling so bad about myself that, God, I've been doing this since I was... I I mean, I really started singing and being serious about it when I was about 13 or 14. So it's almost two decades, and so it's just... There's that part of you that's so frustrated and that's like still stuck in that mentality that we have a timeline physically right in our industry, in the entertainment industry. If I'm not on by the time I'm 30, then, you know, they don't want to see me walking on the stage when I'm 45, like unless I'm a, a beautiful classic diva like Whitney Houston, they're, they're not going to want to see me dancing on stage, acting crazy, you know, as an old lady. You know, and I say 45 like it's old. It's not. But in the entertainment industry, you know, they they seem to value the young, right? They want the next hottest thing. These 19-year-olds coming out the gate. Like Billie Eilish, she was, I think, 17 when she really got poppin'. So you see that and you're like, man, that's what people want. It's all just a perspective. No one gives a shit. Half the time, we don't even know how old celebrities really are because they either lie about their age or they don't really talk about it. How many times have you actually been like, I wonder how old this person is? Who fucking cares? I don't know how old most of the artists that I love are because I don't care. So you really don't know. And if I bet you if you Google right now, whatever your industry is, whether it's art, photography, modeling, acting, singing, producing, whatever, if you type in, um, let's say for my case, singers that started late or or singers that became famous older later in life you'll find a ton of people you didn't know that oh I didn't really know that they were this old or that they started late right there are tons of people two chains is one of them um uh who else the other day I know two chains was one of them that surprised me when he got on he was older than I than I thought because he looks young um there are quite a few though who you'd be surprised at at their age so It really doesn't matter. It's all, it's all a perspective. So again, to summarize that rambling that I just did, unless it has a concrete, absolute, you are not going to be able to join the NBA at 75, you know, there is no timeline. You're making that up. Don't give in to the pressures of what other people are telling you. It's so simple. It's so cliche, but it's so true. All of this perspective is just what you've been seeing and what you've been told. It's all a bunch of crap. And even if everybody else that you've seen maybe couldn't do this thing you want to do after a certain age or after kids or after they've had an injury, then you be the fucking first. Why can't you be the first? Why can't you be the first person? There's always everybody who's been just remarkably amazing, <clears throat> who's defied odds in the world, has been somebody who was the first, right? The first, let's say, a physically handicapped person to do this. The first autistic person to do this. The first single mom to do this. The first person from a third world country to do this. You know, the first one-legged woman to do this. Like, the first woman, period, to do this. There's always going to be a first. So if it is something that's an extreme situation, why not be the first? But otherwise, y'all have no excuse. Stop it. Stop downing on yourself. Next time somebody in your family who loves you dearly, who means well, says, well, what's your backup plan in case this thing you want to do doesn't work out? Smile at them, right? Take a breath before you flip out on them and just say, you know what? I'm so lucky that that my dream doesn't have a timeline. I can do this for as long as I want. But I do have a financial plan because I'm not stopping what I'm doing. I don't believe that I will fail because I know I won't. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to fail. But I do have a financial plan because I know that that's really what you're thinking. You're really wondering what my financial plan is. Let's get into that. So, don't need a timeline, don't need a backup plan, but you do need a financial plan. It doesn't mean that you can't start what you're doing if you haven't already, or you can't keep living your dream and working towards it. Keep doing what you're doing, but develop a financial plan. If you have to slow down a little bit in what you're doing, maybe you're, I don't know, going to a whole bunch of auditions every day and so you're taking off work all the time, or you are spending a lot of money on photo shoots or studio time or whatever, whatever. Pull back a little bit until you save a minimum, minimum of $1,000 in a savings account or if you don't have a savings account, cash if you know that you can resist touching it outside of your regular everyday money that you use for gas, whatever. Why $1,000? I've talked about this in previous videos because it's going to cover most basic emergency expenses. Most basic car blowouts, it's going to cover. The most basic urgent care trip, if you get sick or something happens, even if you don't have insurance, most likely $1,000 is going to cover it. Some things go way outside of that, I know, but for the most part, most last minute or unexpected things will be covered by $1,000. Way better to have more than that, but if you can get to just that number first, it's going to make the world of difference because most of us get credit cards And we get into debt because we say, well, if I have an emergency, I'll just put it on the MasterCard. Then you're paying interest. If you're not paying it off right away, then it ends up costing you more money. You get into more debt. You're taking out more credit cards. If you don't have the cash to pay for it, do not get it, right? Don't do it. I understand if you're in a tight situation and you have no other choice, no one can help you out. You gotta do what you gotta do. You need to survive. So not judging you, not telling you, what to do but in general if you can cut back make a budget until you have a thousand dollars in your savings from there at least you have a baseline you know for emergencies i would say before you go full out hard where you're spending tons of money on your business or career from there if you can have at least three months minimum of whatever income you need monthly to survive in case of an emergency, in case you lose your job, in case you have a slow three months like myself. I have at least three months savings now, which took me almost two years, a year and a half to get that. That shows you how bad I used to be at savings and how broke I was and how little money I made before I started doing uh, music full time. Uh, It took me over a year to get that saved up, to get three months of expenses saved up. That's that's a little wild. Some people will have three months of expenses saved up in a month or two, right? But if if you have three months, then if you have a slow month or an emergency happens, you're covered, you can get stuff moving, build up, and still do what you need to do and not be stressing. So many people I see in creative careers and who are entrepreneurs, but particularly people who have big dreams, right? Music, art, fashion, photography, acting, they quit because they get to this point where they've been so broke for so long. They've been in the struggle mode for so long, just trying to survive while building their dream. It becomes too much. It becomes exhausting or they lose everything or they they have a kid and now they can't, they really cannot be broke because they got to provide for this kid. Of course, they quit because of the money. They quit because they're too broke and, and they can't survive like that, understandably. But that breaks my heart because so many people that are so talented, you know, they give up because they feel like they have to. So try to fix your finances now. It's hard. I am not trying to tell you it's easy. I'm not trying to tell you that oh yeah, just save $1,000, you'll do it tomorrow. I get it. For some people and, and for me in the past, it can take a long time. It can feel impossible to save a dollar when you're spending every single dollar on rent and food. Reason why I'm not living in LA anymore, temporarily, right? I'm not embarrassed to say that I moved back with my family because you know what? I was broke as shit for seven years in LA. I don't mean broke like... Um, You know, I couldn't really go anywhere. I couldn't go out to eat with my friends because I don't have any extra money. I mean, going to the food bank, food stamps, every single government assistant program. Right. And at one point, not having any place to stay and sleeping in my car, which most of my family doesn't know about. Um, I've slept in my car before. I've slept on floors. So many people have it so much worse. I'm totally not saying poor me. But my point is, I know how hard it can be. But if you can work on getting your finances right, that's the backup plan you need. It's just how do I survive? How do I live okay so that I can focus my energy on my dream so that my focus is not drained? How many people say that they can't write or create because they have no energy left after work? so many people, right? I have no energy left after work. I have no energy left at the end of the day because you're spending all day either working your ass off or struggling and, and being stressed about just trying to make it, trying to survive. That is draining. That is so exhausting. So instead of letting all of your energy be drained by that, get that shit together. You can still keep doing what you're doing. Okay. So I have talked too much already, but to wrap it up, Do you need a timeline or a backup plan in case your career doesn't work out? No. No, 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 no. Read my shirt if you can see it. My dream has no timeline. F your 10-year plan. However, to the loved ones and wonderful people that care about us who say these statements to us like, what's your backup plan? What they really mean, again, is what is your financial plan? How are you going to survive and make sure you take care of yourself while you're pursuing this thing? That's a better question. So if you're watching this and you happen to be one of those people who has said that to your daughter, your son, your nephew, your niece, your friend, oh, what's your plan? What's your backup plan? Understand that change. changing your language will make a really big difference. Change your language to... How do you plan to support yourself financially while you're moving towards this dream? That's a fair question and an important one. And if you are somebody who's on my side, who is the one that is being asked this question, develop your financial plan. You should have one. You are a business owner. If you're a musician, you're a small business owner. If you're an entertainer, you're a small business owner. If you're an artist, a photographer, a model, a designer, you are a small business yourself. So you should have a financial plan. All right. I hope that this was insightful for some people. Not that I really have any insight. I just have an opinion. But um, please comment, like, and share. And I will be dropping a video every month now. But I'm going to start dropping covers and other fun stuff too. Just because I love to sing and create. So anyways, guys, have a wonderful day. Love you. I don't know what else to say. This is getting awkward. Bye.